Hi, and welcome to season two of Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two middle-aged friends. Uh -uh. One middle-aged friend and one friend who seems to be deluded about her age. (laughs) Much better. Who want to discuss topics around aging as they're starting to become more relevant to us, whether one wants to admit that to themselves or not. Yes, well, I'm Sim, an anthropologist at heart, Dory from Finding Nemo in Spirit, and basically never going to be the type to ever admit to being old. And I'm Shiv, a physician interested in the science and medicine around aging, but also interested in how society and the media look at aging. And if that means that I have to take the hit by reading gossip blogs to find out, I will do so. (laughs) This season, we channel our love for pop culture and learning and talk about shows, books, people, everything all through the lens of getting older. We'll be covering topics such as how sexuality changes as you age, aging as a disease, and even how sex in the city approaches aging now that Carrie is in her 50s. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, and laugh about our own adult (laughs) So join us as we navigate our second quarter-life crisis. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? I'm Sim, and with me, we have a very raspy still, Shiv. Hi, Shiv. Oh my god. Hi. Yeah, COVID is nothing to to laugh about. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. No, actually, I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's fine. I know, I know. I keep thinking that I'll wake up one day and my voice will go back to normal, but like, I don't even know. And you know, the crazy thing is, is that the other day I was listening to our pod. Yes, I sometimes listen to our pod. And like, I was like, oh, who is that person who actually has a normal voice? It feels like I've had this forever. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's just awful. Although, yeah, I was telling I was telling Sim this offline, but my car finally recognizes me at a lower pitch. I'm convinced that the I'm convinced it's sexist. I think it is actually um, <laughs> because after you told me that story, I tried it with Google AI, like you know, like Hey Google, like on my phone. Yeah, the assistant. And I lowered my register, and sure enough, it actually picked it up right away. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I think that they test it on male voices only. <laughs> I think like our pitches are too high, and it just like doesn't recognize it. Don't get me started about how many times. I've yelled at the AI in my car. It's yeah, it's unreal. But now, now she recognizes me. Now she's like, "Oh, you sound like a man." Yes. Let me respond. Exactly. Can't keep a man waiting. No, not at all. But a woman, whatever. We don't care. She'll she'll wait. She'll wait around. Yeah, exactly. Why should I cater to you? You're female. (laughs) I have to say, it does sound better than it did a few weeks ago. Okay, that's good. That's what people have been telling me, but sometimes I think they're just saying that to make me feel better. No, no. So it's like you start off raspy, but then your normal voice sort of starts seeping in a little bit, and then it goes back. So I think it's still sort of modulating itself, but yeah. it's breaking breaking through. It's breaking through. <laughs> It'll eventually come back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's funny. So do you want to, I was actually going to say, do you want to introduce the topic that we're going to talk about today? Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're still continuing with the whole um, Sex and the City reboot and just like that. And so this week we're going to talk about the fact that, and just like that has been has been trying to address some of the comments that were made in the past about how the cast was very, very... 
I guess, flat in terms of its diversity. It didn't have very many people of color or even pe- like, or, you know, or like it would address kind of gender identity issues, but like very kind of in passing and not very, and not in a very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like very progressive way. But mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure our listeners are wondering, yeah, but what does that have anything to do with aging? So our question today is, did and just like that deal with this sort of diversity issue in a good way? And in dealing with it, the Sex and the City women have been kind of, when I say women, I do mean women, like not, you know, like not the non-binary characters in it. Like it's just like the three main characters who are like, obviously they gender identify as women. Um, as, well, actually, no, I was going to say cis women, but that's not true. Um, so anyway, all this to say, would those women in this day and age have issues with diversity as portrayed in the show? Yes. <laughs> I think that, uh, you're, no, you're right. Um, and, and I remember one of my main issues when I first started watching and just like that, I mean, mind you, it, it has settled in a little bit for me, but I, maybe it was the fact that they were trying to introduce to, first of all, too much wokeness, I'm going to say it, in, in, in a very condensed period of time. Yeah. And, and so the way they were doing it felt incredibly unnatural to me. Yeah. It was like too much too fast. It was too much too fast. But ironically, my complaint is that it shouldn't have been such a jolt to them in the first few episodes. Exactly. I think, I okay. And- yeah, I know. I totally agree with you. So, okay. So for people who haven't watched the show, we'll just give you kind of again, a caveat. Again, caveat. Spoilers. These yeah, <laughs> are, yes. This is not a spoiler-free zone. <laughs> no, we do not always believe in them. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, with regard to the show, they've introduced some new characters into the Sex in the City universe, let's call it, mm-hmm. some of whom are people of color. So there's, what was it, Lisa Todd Wexley, right? That's Charlotte's new friend. Okay, anyway, LTW, I think they call her. So she's Charlotte's friend. She is African-American or Black. Then there's also like Miranda's friend who is Naya. I don't remember her last name, but she's like a law professor. She's also Black. And then Seema Patel, who's Carrie's friend. She is of Indian descent. And then there's Che. There's actually a few. There's So then Carrie works with Che Diaz, who is non-binary and uh, Mexican-Irish. And she, oh, sorry, she, they, oh, see, I need to, I need to work on this too. So anyway, so they are, I think they are based on the act, the actor who, mm-hmm. who is also Mexican-Irish. So Sara Ramirez. So, uh, who used to be on Ga- Grey's Anatomy, pay- played um, Cassie, was it? Was it Cassie? Callie? No, I don't know. I didn't really watch Grey's Callie, Anatomy. Callie on Grey's Anatomy. I just remember yeah. she was the orthopod. That's all I remember. Yeah. And, and just for the record, um, Seema Patel's real name is Sarita Chaudhry. Yes. Yeah. So then, so okay, so Che Diaz, Seema Patel, Naya, and... Uh, Lisa Todd Wexley and then um, oh and then Jackie who works with Carrie and Che so he's um, uh, he I'm gonna say Asian because I'm not sure if he's East Asian or Southeast Asian but he's Asian of Asian descent and um, I think that's it isn't it 
Yeah, overall. Yeah, I, I think, think those are the main the characters. Yeah. 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 And so it's interesting it's, because like when which they, is great that they introduced those individuals, by yes. the way. But it was just the three women's reactions to certain things around them or surround you know, surrounding those encounters that yes. I have an issue with. Yeah. So it's the other thing I find really interesting is that they use Miranda and Charlotte as the foils for comedy. Did you notice that with Carrie yes. there was nothing? Like no. everything seemed to go smoothly and she was totally fine with the fact that like she was dealing with a woman of color. But like, yeah, so Charlotte but that and that's how I expected that is how I expected Miranda and Charlotte. Char Miranda is a lawyer, yeah. a corporate lawyer yeah. in New York. Yeah. Charlotte, I get, like, you know, you're a homemaker, you gave up your career, you're, fr you know, like you're literally the, the Stepford wife character, yeah. right? So yeah. fine, if you yeah. happen to not know, so weirdly enough, weird as it may seem to me, you may not know other people of color in even though you live in New York City and even though you guys like now you guys are all privileged and have a lot of money but when you know you guys back started out yeah, yeah. back in the day you know first of all that would it would have been nice to have seen you develop some of these friendships back then but never mind um you know you haven't actually done it but to not understand the context and 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 play it off for laughs to the degree that they did yeah there's like that scene with charlotte trying to find another black couple to invite them for are dinner. you serious you've never had a black friend come over for dinner before yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean i know it's well okay so okay i i know you're cutting charlotte a little bit of slack because she hasn't you know like yeah she is she now basically a stay-at-home stay mom, right? But the thing is, is I would actually think that she would have more interaction mom, with people of right? color because yeah. her kids are now in their teens, which would mean that she would have been exposed to people and their parents, like she'd be exposed to kids. Oh, just like she not, made friends with, with, with her friend. Like, as well, yeah, exactly. Mom, and the, right? what I find strange is that now she's making friends with a black woman when like all this time, she, like she and her kids have been growing up with other people in the school. In New York like, City. Yeah. So in New York City. And so there was and, like, what, 10, 15 years where you just didn't ever have like any interaction with anybody right? of color in your I mean, like social strata? To it, right. Oh, yeah. Remember our neighbors, we were going to have lunch with them or dinner with them but how do you not develop friendships or or acquaintances enough like do you know what i mean like, or like just aren't you weird. part of like aren't you part of like parental groups at all and none of them have been people of color like it makes no sense to me like, right it's and then miranda too right like where the whole encounter of first of all her ageist attitude i guess right where when you know when she mistakes the professor as a oh student. no, that wasn't ageist. That was that. I, I didn't. I didn't think that was ageist. I thought that that was the like she just like she just didn't recognize that woman as the professor, right? I don't oh. think it was ageist. Yeah, but I it thought she thought off, you know. But it, it came, came off, off as racist. Long and all shirt. It well definitely came off as racist. So I wasn't even yeah. going to go there yet, right? Yeah, but. Even though from an age perspective, I thought that maybe it was a little bit like because she didn't look as, I don't know, no, mature you know, maybe. Like, yeah. That was my interpretation of it. No, you know, see, like, where I'm like, yeah, so, so 
what, from what I remember of that scene, what had happened was Miranda came into um, basically a, like a circle of seats and she was sitting in the professor's chair and then like every all her student all the other students said no 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 that's where this professor sits you have to find another chair so she finds another chair and then when the professor actually comes in and so the professor is like a, a black woman yeah she says oh no that's where the professor sits and so then yeah. it comes off a little bit racist and mm -hmm. then but then when she's like well i'm the professor and then she said oh no i didn't recognize you because of your hair and so then it sounds even more racist <laughs> like so like so I didn't think it was an age thing at all like it was I think like it was just a misunderstanding that. I think it was just a misunderstanding on Miranda's part but the way that she like explained what was happening just made it sound very racist no for sure I think the ages for me it felt like where she was talking about the hairstyle and and the racist element aside, which I was going to go to next. But but yeah, but it all, was also like, you know, like her picture in the website was, I guess, more. I don't know, to me, I guess it, it came across as like, you know, more professor slash more mature or whatever. Right. So she couldn't actually put that this person was the professor, even though she had looked her up and seen her picture on the website. Yeah. You know. So the racist element is, of course, there, um, which, you know, is another issue. But for me, like, I did take it to mean that what? Like, she's not allowed to change up her hairstyle or look slightly different, you know, from what her overall picture was. And then, like, you know, professors' pictures usually on websites, I guess I was picturing something a little bit more serious, you know, whereas her personality... Um, the professor's, you know, personality was a little bit more vibrant, her style and everything. So maybe that's why I was, I oh, interpreted it that way. Yeah, no, no, I didn't interpret it like that at all. I, cause yeah. like, I, I think it's because I am in academics. Like I don't actually have any, like, I don't have any preconception of what a professor should look like really, because like we all look very different. So no, no, I, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Right. But, but I, I, to me, like the, that whole encounter played off in both a racist and a little bit of an ageist way. Mm. So, yeah. Um, whereas I didn't pick up on anything ageist. I th and I think that like, and I think like her comment about the hair, which may be true, like it could be a different hairstyle. Like it just comes off. Like it, she, I don't think she should have mentioned it at all just because yeah, like it just like, I, I don't understand. I don't even understand why. I don't understand how you could like not recognize somebody because they have a different hairstyle. <laughs> it's just very strange. Like the whole thing was very strange. It was just very awkwardly done. And, um, you know, and I think that's what brings us to, the, to this week's topic, right? Like, as in, how do you get to be in your 50s um, living in one of the most multicultural, vibrant cities in the world and then have such awkward, cringeworthy encounters with people of color or other diverse dimensions, you know? Yeah. I know. I find that the, the gender identity issues, I, I, can, done, I can see. Yeah. Like, I, I can yeah. see because people end up kind of staying in their own little social circles. And that might not include people of different gender identities. But race is a little bit strange. No, but, but even that one, though, right? This is where, like, they've, like, Carrie's best friend, um, Stanford. Yeah. Uh, and, and what's, um, 
Anthony. Yeah. Right? Charlotte's best friend. So they're from, you know, the queer community. So how would these issues not have been discussed with their best friends and how it's impacting them? Especially yeah. with all those the stuff that's happened over the last 10 years. That's true. But then that 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 assumes that Anthony and Stanford are friends with people who are transgendered. No, but at least you're right. That does. But um, and maybe they are not. But would they but would overall the issues at some point in some shape or form not have come up in a dinner? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, like you don't know whether you don't know the conversations people are having at dinner, like whether or not they're comfortable bringing that up in like in discourse, right? Like, so I, I don't know. Like, that I don't know. The the gender identity issues I don't know. The race ones that were a little strange. Like I think I feel just our friends, <laughs> Shiv, <laughs> that we just have the most random topics that are covered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From religion to like you know everything. Yeah, exactly, identity, exactly. Because like, well, the thing is, is like you don't know what people are comfortable talking about with other people. That's true. Right? That is true. Yeah. I think maybe I, I mean I'm, I guess I'm trying not to be too hard on this, but the whole diversity aspect of how they introduced so many multiple topics all at the same time, trying to make it that, oh, look, we're landing on the right side. Yaha, we're making a few mistakes along the way because we're old and we didn't know any better. But, you know, I, I think that's how it came across. The yeah, exactly. I know. I think that's, that's my issue with it is just that, like, are you saying that it's like that because they're in their 50s and they're stuck in their ways? Like, I didn't understand right? any yeah. of that. Like, how do you not keep up with all of I this? I know. And the other thing was, was that, like, Charlotte has a daughter who is a person of color. Like Lily is Asian. Other peepees. I was like, with all the Asian hate stuff that happened. Exactly. I was just like, like you have what? not even touched on that. Yeah, right? exactly. So how is this so so privileged? And if that is what it is like, um, that echelon of society, like, oh my god, like yeah. I have no words. But again, it's New York. You know, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's a bit it's a yeah, that I find a bit strange. Like, I think it's just like, I, I don't understand why, why they wouldn't have. Well, I think, OK, OK, I think that I feel like it's a bit disingenuous because I have a feeling that these women probably would have. Like, you know, these women probably would have come into contact with people of color like multiple times over the course of mm -hmm. their lives in various aspects, right? But then, like, the question of whether or not they would make friends with them is another issue. But that's like, a different issue. Yeah. But, but then, like, but I guess my thing, I guess my issue with it is that, like, yeah, a lot of this is probably being done to service the show. A, to address those comments about the fact that like it wasn't very diverse in the past and then B, to actually like, I don't know, like use the women in ways to kind of educate the public about these issues. It's just that it was done in such a cringy way. Like, yes, exactly. I think that was my problem with it was that it was like, I guess they were doing it for so comedic cringy. effect. Yeah. They were doing yeah. it for comedic effect and it wasn't, I know there was, there, would be, there should have been other ways of kind of dealing with it. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Cause I was listening to the, I was listening to the writer's podcast about this. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically got like, uh, Michael Patrick King and uh, who's the showrunner as well as like uh, the other writers in the group oh and actually their writers room was quite diverse so there's there was a like two 
two black women, one who is from the queer community. And then there's, and I'm sure this is how they were able to, you know, put a lot of like the Indian culture into Seema's character was because one of them is actually Indian. So that was nice to see. Like at least like the writer's room was just as diverse as the characters on the screen. Um, and I think like, at least with like the transgendered issues that they kept bringing up, at least Michael Patrick King, like tried to do the work of like talking to people in that community in order to mm-hmm. see whether or not like what they were writing was like was was okay, right? Because like, I think one of the things that I actually appreciated was like, I think there's one line that Che does in their quote comedy routine don't even get me started with the comedy it's just anyway whatever um but like like because I don't know did you find any of what Che was saying funny it seemed like a Tony Robbins like it seemed like a Tony Robbins concert not concert but like Tony Robbins talk but for like the queer community it was really bizarre like yeah yeah I I yeah I I don't know why they decided to make her a a stand-up comedian yeah I know I was just like maybe make her like a I don't know like a life coach type or something like that would have made more sense. Like, like like the podcast star that she is, like maybe she's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I know it it was really like, I'm like, none of this is like stand up comedy material anyway, whatever. But like the one thing that they did bring up in the writer's room and on the show was the fact that like, if there is a transgendered person in the show, it's always like one person and they're always sad. Like something happens to them and it's always sad. And I think it's true. Like I remember like when I was like, especially in the nineties, whenever you'd watch like queer film, like if there's a transgendered person, like something bad would always happen to them. And they were always, it was always the most depressing storyline. And I was just like, okay, this is like really, (laughs) this is not cool. (laughs) No, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot to adapt to, right? Like when you've, reboot a show how many years 15 years later 20 years later yeah i feel when well i mean i don't know it's hard because like they had the movies in between right right yeah so so yeah so anyway let's let's say 15 for for a nice number there but um you know so there is a lot to sort of make sure you know update i guess you know um and so you have to do it in a plausible way cringeworthy or not you know as it was um but i have to say one of my favorite uh, aspects of it okay i was gonna say scenes but like yeah scenes yeah no um uh, you know or additions if you will is the storyline of um, Seema Patel. Yeah, yeah. She is... I, I, she's I, just yeah. so she's fabulous. Amazing. Yeah. She's just so fabulous. And I'm not saying this just because she's brown. <laughs> Although it may come across this way. Because it's so <laughs> I awesome. Know, we might be a little bit biased. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I actually like um, Jimmy, is it? As Jimmy's, well? yeah, I, yeah, Jimmy's funny. Yeah, he's super funny. Um, but, Although they, uh, had, they had very little... Like, he had very, I don't know, I find it really re- weird because they kind of only sprinkled him in once or twice. And then suddenly he's, like, got this big thing at the end. And I was just like, huh, we didn't actually see very much of you. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I didn't realize you were such good friends. But anyway, but yeah, so Seema, I am just, like, in love with her. Like, she's just amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, see, makes it look so effortless. Like, exactly. she is like, like I loved when um you know in that scene uh there was a scene where she takes Carrie with her to an Indian clothes shop and she's like let me show you our 
you know, so or whatever, the, you know, like fashion thing it was. And I really liked that because it was like, you know, that there's this whole aspect of town that, you know, we like as a like whatever cultural community you come from you probably have that especially in a city like new york right or at least i hope you do right like so for for us like going to an indian clothes shop right like with saris and lingas and chola cholis gararas and shararas and all of those outfits you know even if i don't want to uh, and i get dragged down by my mom sometimes but then when i see it represented i feel all tingly and happy inside about it you know yeah so it was quite nice i think Uh, like what I liked about Seema's character. So, okay. Like what I was hoping from the, what I was hoping from the, the reboot was just to see these, like these characters, like navigating life now that they're in their fifties. And I feel like everybody, and I, and I've seen this in reviews, everybody gravitates towards Seema. And the reason is, is because she is living her best life in her yes and I feel like the other three even though like it's it's very strange but like I feel like Seema is like this vibrant personality in her 50s and the other three are just kind of like muddling along you know like and how is it that none of them have figured out something positive about being 55 exactly I mean I guess Charlotte's actually okay like she's pretty happy yeah 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 Yeah. oh you know what we're good. We should unpack this, but in a different episode, because both Seema and Charlotte um, are actually doing it right, like sex in their 50s. Exactly. Um, but I yeah. want to talk about this. So we'll save that for next next week. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but I have thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. We, we'll, we'll unpack the sex in the new Sex in the City reboot. But overall, I mean, I guess, I guess the overall, I'm just really, I'm glad that they brought in people of, like people of diverse communities in the new reboot. It's just that I wish they had introduced them a little bit better. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just wish it hadn't been for comedic fodder. Um, Although it's really funny because like, I think so Charlotte, so like, so I know you alluded to this, but like Charlotte wants to invite her new, her new friend to dinner, but then um, she's worried that she's going to be the only, like they're going to be the only black couple at, dinner and so then she want then she ends up like trying to invite her neighbor because the neighbors are like black as well and and like and then why so um but anyway all that aside like that dinner falls through and then what ends up happening is lisa todd wexley invites charlotte and like and her husband over for dinner and they're the only white couple among all these black couples right and but then there was like this cringy scene where charlotte mistakes um, make mistakes one woman for another, which is something mm-hmm. that happens to people of color like quite often, right? And it's just like, oh, I know you, you're blah blah, and it's just like, no, that's somebody else, <laughs> and like, and it happens all the time. But I think like that was actually like that was written by one of the writers of color. Like I think they wanted to address that specifically, mm-hmm. and I think it's really interesting. Like because I thought like. You know, because I thought like, oh, like that's a strange scene. Like, why would they have put it in? But I think like what the writer was saying was that she kind of wanted. So, you know how like Charlotte kind of goes on and on and it kind of becomes like super, super cringy. And then Mm -hmm. like, but the writer was just like, look, it happens. Just kind of own your mistake and move on, you know, (laughs) because like Mm -hmm. instead of like 
continuing to step into it. Um, I think like one of the stories that the writer related was the fact that like that happened to that, like she, she knew of someone that happened to and the woman who made the mistake was literally trying to convince the other woman she was wrong. No. Yeah. It was like, she mistook, like, so she made this mistake and she's like, she mistook one woman for another woman. And like, then, are you sure you're not Jane Smith? Yeah. Like so it was like, oh, you're Jane Smith. And then like, and the woman who's mistaken was like, no, I'm not Jane Smith. I'm like, you know, Daphne Smith. And then like, and or like, I guess Daphne, Daphne Foster, let's make it another, they're not related. And then like, and yeah. And then Daphne like, is like, yeah, I'm not. And then the woman like was like, no, no, no. But your daughter definitely like goes to that school like like definitely goes to like my child's school and she was like no my daughter like you've mistaken me for another person my daughter goes to a totally different school and like yeah and like for like five ten minutes this woman was like convinced trying to convince her that she was wrong it's like i think she knows who her daughter is like what i mean I've, oh i mean have you had that happen because i've had that happen where someone thinks that i'm someone else oh yeah um, yeah just a, like um, you know, it, it, at work once, I remember there was another um, tiny brown girl <laughs> or woman. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, it was a few years ago, so probably girl. Um, and, and the number of times people would be like, oh, I saw you or that was a nice. And uh, I'm like, no, that wasn't me. Yeah. You know, that was so and so. And, 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 you know, she told me similar stories of how she was mistaken for me. Um, quite a few times. And these are people who saw us every day, you know, yeah. on the same floor, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, and and that, that was just one of the funnier, you know, benign encounters, right? Like, yeah. so yeah, no, I can see that that being very frustrating. But, um, but yeah, no, I think like, you know, it's, it, when it comes to diversity, my, my biggest problem was that, um, like you said, like the way they introduced the topics, because the way they did it, made it seem like like these women these three women who are so plugged in 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 you know into what's happening and what's not happening or supposedly like that's what the whole premise was right yeah, like they, exactly. they they know the best restaurants they go out all the time they meet new interesting people all the time and for them not to actually have an idea of how to deal with these kinds of um, encounters right yeah. when across these issues um that was very very hard to watch it was yeah, yeah and exactly. especially when you're like um you're old enough you're established enough you're from like you know like there's no way that it would have been this cringeworthy for every aspect whether it's you know uh, a person of color and you're right like you know um carrie was the only person who didn't um no, she seamlessly made friends with Seema with nothing brought up with regard to culture. Yes, except exactly. for the fact that she was worried that she was culturally appropriating, appropriating. like, uh, like yeah, she was like, she was appropriating Indian culture by wearing a not a sari, a lahenga. But anyway, even <laughs> like, though even though they they did say like we'll go get you a sari. Yeah, exactly. I, I know people get. I know people have been up in arms about that. But anyway. Oh really? But, oh yeah, yeah. There have been a lot of reviews 
that were like not reviews, but like I think there's been like I think Twitter was up in arms about the fact that like they mistook a sorry, um, uh, they mistook a Langa for a sorry, and it was just oh, like come on, there's no way they mistook it. She probably just picked the Langa. No, but she, I think they called it a sorry. Like that was the problem. But then like it's really funny because I think like they, they I was reading this article about um, wait when did they call it a sorry? Well, I think they called it a sorry shop, but all they showed were Langas. And then, oh, like, I see. yeah, but then, like, I was re- reading. But this they usually other- have both, right? Yeah, they usually have both. They, like, I, I've never seen a shop that doesn't sell both. Anyway, mm-hmm. so then, like, um, well, uh, but I, but even if it. Well, anyway, whatever. But so I was like, I was uh, reading this article where they were talking to Sarita Chaudhry about like uh, about her her turn as Sima as part of this new revival, and they brought that up. They were like, "Oh, what do you think about this whole sorry link <laughs> like <laughs> debacle slash debate?" And so it's so funny because Sarita was like, "I didn't even notice." Because I guess there were saris and langas in the shop, but I think like the Which way, makes they, sense. yeah, but the way they cut the scene, it only showed the langas, and so then it became this big thing on social media. Which I mean, don't even get me started because I'm one of those olds who's like, is this seriously something to be worried about? I mean, I'm just happy that they put like a like a sari shop, like that's an actual sari shop. They actually went and found a sari shop like in New York, and like yeah. And, like that sells bridal so, like wear and like it's, it's the real deal you know mm-hmm. i'm just happy that no, there's like I was, i'm just happy we're funny. being seen <laughs> <laughs> exactly no i'm very happy we're being seen but um it was funny because i did like notice that because they they sort of you know uh, sima says oh let's go get you a sari and then the next scene she's wearing a lenga and i remember laughing because a lenga so just for the listeners out there a lenga oh, yeah, is sorry. a skirt, <laughs> yeah. a skirt I'm like, I'm and like, of course they top. know what it is <laughs> a skirt and a top with um some sort of a veil that you sort of put not a not veil a but shawl like a, it's kind of like a shawl, a shawl yeah. yes um, um, that you usually put versus a sari, which is like this entire like it's a one long, piece of fabric. It's one piece of fabric, fabric that, but it's like that you wrap around in yeah. a specific style, and it's and, more traditional. Uh, like you, you usually see women wearing saris, like in their day to day, right? Yeah. So yeah, and and um, so when I saw her wear the linga, I actually remember thinking, "Oh, Gary, you didn't go pick a sari; you picked a linga." But that, <laughs> but. It wasn't like something to get up in arms about to me, right? It was more like, oh, she must have just preferred this one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I know. And the thing is, is that they have an Indian writer on board. Like, I don't think like they, I don't think they intentionally meant to like screw up. You know what I mean? So anyway. I think, yeah, like I I wouldn't have noticed it either because to me it would have been like, yeah, it's just an Indian outfit. That was the whole point of the interchange right yeah yeah exactly like i want to dress up in in something gorgeous that's all yeah yeah i mean i guess i guess people people are just upset that they weren't specific about it i get it but like i i don't know i don't know if it should bring down the show per se (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like anyway Mm -hmm. yeah so i think that uh i'm I'm just happy i i am happy that they've brought these diverse viewpoints oh and i just i just realized when i was talking about the three main characters they are they're out they're all white cis women swiss and i I meant to say that they they're not necessarily all hetero because miranda actually has a gonna has an epiphany and realizes that you know she's she's more on the queer side than completely hetero Mm -hmm. so yeah no but but overall i think the 
the idea and, and the expansion for me works, you know, so I would hope for it to continue with less um, cringe encounters and more seamless encounters where, you know, it's just them interacting with these people and these issues coming up, but more as a, I, I don't think that'll be an issue because like, honestly, the, the cringy, like, I think the, the, like the cringy kind of aspects of the show happened like really at the very beginning, which is, which is problematic because it kind of sets up the show to be, I don't know, mm-hmm. like it, 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 it sets up the show to use comedy in order to bring up these issues, which I don't know was necessarily the right way to go. But honestly, as I was watching the show, it, it kind of settled in and like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be as cringy later on, you know, like even Mm -hmm. like if there is a second season, like, I don't think that this is going, like, I'm hoping that this is not going to be the way that they deal with it. Like if these women, if these women are making friends, like I have a feeling that, you know, like this is just the way it's going to be. Yeah, these friends are already interacting with each other and the other two friends, right? Yeah. so there is that, you're right. Um, but I do think that there are some opportunities. So for example, what you mentioned earlier, Charlotte um, being a little bit more woke given that she has a daughter who is Asian. I know, and, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, so I would have expected, or I, I expect her to actually be a little bit more up, um, and aware of some of these issues. Exactly, that she, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I, I totally agree. And like, I just don't like, I just don't believe that these women have had children for almost two decades and just mm-hmm. never come across like another parent of color. You know, it's just like, you've never been friends with a parent of color in 20 years. It's just so strange. Miranda? Miranda? Yeah. Hasn't, yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. It makes no sense. Anyway, yeah, like all this to say that basically I think that they were just trying to use a very, very bad vehicle in order to introduce these issues. And hopefully they've kind of settled in and, you know, <laughs> it, you know, like may, may, I don't know, like, yeah, may, hopefully they've kind of cleared out all the kinks and like now we can just kind of get into to good story. But um, yeah, and, like I and I think like it also in some ways, I don't know. Like, is it ageist in some ways for them to, like, assume that women of this age would be like that? That's it, exactly. Right? It's like, why would these people... I think that's what I'm, I'm trying to sort of understand. It's like, how? How? Yeah. Like, you know, but you're right. Like, was it? Or like, the, did the writers think, like, oh, my gosh. Like, were they projecting their own, I don't know, their own parents or something, you know, like what's happening here? I know. And well, I'm like, actually, it's really odd because like, if you, if you look at the writer's room, uh, the youngest ones are in their forties. So it's just like, what? <laughs> like, you can't seriously think that these women in their like mid fifties are completely really? sheltered, right? Like, ugh, I don't know. Not to that degree. Like, exactly. Unless they were projecting, I guess, you know, I can't even think. Like, <laughs> Because I'm like, seriously, like, no, I can't come up with anyone. It's all good. Even to like not have like to discount them, you kind of have to be aware of them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Even to sort of say, oh, no, there's no such thing as racism. There's no such thing as this, you know? Yeah. You still need to be aware of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess I guess the one thing is, is that. Yeah, like I, it's funny because like 
Miranda did bring up the fact that she wanted to be an ally. Like she now mm-hmm. becomes like she's now in in this she's now taking this new course in mm-hmm. um in higher learning basically like with this professor um in like to to learn more about human rights in order to be a better ally, which is like a great sentiment. I like, love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but then at the same time like she's just not I don't know. She was just going about it all wrong. But maybe I guess like that's the thing. It's just like maybe they were showing like how hard it is to be a good ally or like or maybe, you know. But here's my other thing though. Actually, you reminded me of just now. Miranda made a comment and I remember thinking like that's actually not true because every other professor there would also there would be plenty of people in a campus that's your age because she was like uh, was it she who said it or was it Carrie? Like Carrie comes to see her in school. She's sitting in a step stoop. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm the only 55-year-old here kind of a thing. And oh, I was like, yeah. actually inaccurate on every <laughs> level. Yeah. Like, did she mean- you're in a university. I mean, she probably meant I'm the only 55-year-old student. student. Yeah, yeah. And I get that. And I, I let it go because of that in that sense. Like I... I know what she meant, yeah. but, but you, there's no way you're the only 55 year, like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no way you stand out. Yeah. Even with a book in your hand or reading something or working on something in a library or on the stoop, because in a university setting, you are going to run into people of all ages, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. I know. And the other thing is, is that like, aren't there, like, isn't there anybody who goes and audits courses when they're retired? Like, right? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I, and, <laughs> and the other missed opportunity, and this is ageist, is Miranda not actually trying to make friends with anyone in her class. Yes. Yes, that's true. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're friends with the professor now and you just go for dinner with the drinks with the professor? Yeah, exactly. You're, you don't actually make an effort with someone... Like Carrie is given that sort of interaction with her downstairs neighbor. Yes, she tries to make friends with it. Like, yeah, her 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 and neighbors see, like, a, like in her mid twenties. Navigating all of this yeah. is kind of how I expect Miranda and Charlotte to also follow suit. Like, yeah. how is it that you're so awkward about the age you're in, and you're constantly throwing that you're fifty five in our faces, right? Yeah, but. Uh, is it a good thing? Is it not a good thing? Is it a we don't care thing? And and like you know, and and how is it that you only want to interact with other fifty five year olds? Yeah, like it's true. Although no, look, okay, like to cut. Not that I've been cutting Charlotte any slack, but the one thing I will cut Charlotte some slack for is that like she is very involved in her children's lives. I don't yes. think that she's making friends with like some twenty year old person, right? Like she's it's like, her character. Yeah, like, right. like her, her character is about family. Mothers, right? yeah. Yeah. And like and so like, yeah, if she was going to make friends with a 20-year-old, it would be a t- with a 20-year-old mother. Kind of like in that whole Big Little Lies kind of situation mm-hmm. where like they make friends with like Shailene Woodley's character. Like that I right. can see. But like yeah. for Charlotte. But like otherwise I can't see Charlotte just randomly making friends with a 20-year-old. And the thing is, is that like Charlotte had like a lot on her plate in terms of like one of her children deciding that they were like not – that they – 
that they were non-binary, right? Like that's like that's a lot to handle. I don't think she's going to be like, oh, let me go for make friends with a twenty-year-old now. You know, like Fair it's enough. just yeah. yeah. But Miranda is in a perfect setting. Oh yeah, Miranda's totally in that setting. Yeah, for sure. She could have totally gone for drinks with her classmates or anything. You know, like yeah, right. Or the fact that they don't think to ask her. Or yes, she yes. feel comfortable, or she yeah. goes and she feels awkward, like something. Yeah. yeah, like if you're thinking about like showing the awkwardness of age, or dealing or navigating life in your fifties when you go back to school, and yet they're not addressing that at all. Exactly, I know. I I feel like and that was a. You're right. That's a big missed opportunity. That is a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. They talk yeah. about her getting an internship. Did you just get that internship because your professor wrote you a good recommendation? Like, really? Like, like, I mean, I'm sure that's not the case. Like, yeah. she's probably a good student. But, I mean, it, it, you know, like, there's there, that was another thing that occurred to me was because I'm like, you know, I would have actually gone down the road of did, like, she's already an established lawyer who, and who's getting this internship. Like, did her past experience have something to do with it? You know, um, yeah. it's a it's a very competitive one. Yeah. And instead of giving it to someone who needs to build an experience, you're giving it to someone with an established, in a different field, mind you. But, like, they could have referred to it. They could have worked, like, worked that in somehow, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I think that I think that they did. Instead, miss. they're just focusing on, oh, she's gonna go running and giving up her dreams. I gave up an internship for Che. And yeah, yeah. You to you know whatever. So yes, the judgment that Carrie was displaying, I am enforcing it in full force here. <laughs> oh, I mean, I yeah, like well, I mean, we'll probably get into this discussion if we if we do end up talking about the sex in the new reboot. But yeah, like I I actually had no issues with her. And Che, <laughs> but yeah, what her giving up everything for love? Yeah, I was like, good for Miranda. Oh, <laughs> she I has see. like, I I know it, it's not about Che at all for me. It's it could have been Steve or anyone else, right? Like you know, but um, you know, I think it was just save it yeah. let's save it for the next episode i think that we'll we'll, we'll have to yeah we'll have to talk about the sex love and sex the love and sex love portion and sex of it portion. Yeah, yeah just in time for uh, valentine's day yeah we'll do that yeah. <laughs> on that note though i think it's probably time we call this an episode <laughs> yes i think so so find us on our website it's completely up to date now thanks to our awesome assistant anna shout out to anna anna you're awesome we love you <laughs> yes thank you so much for um getting our website up and running again so yeah so check us out on our website at does this make me look old.com and then email us at does this make me look old at gmail.com and sign up to our email newsletter on the site um we'll send you updates as to when new pods are dropping if there are any uh, updates with regard to schedule changes etc and yeah. uh, you can find us on social also at our website and uh, yeah i guess we'll see you next week bye bye, bye.